Betsy Tacy by Maud Hart Lovelace. Chapter Eleven, The Buggy Shed. Betsy and Tacy liked to ride home with Betsy's father or Tacy's. Along about sunset, they would walk to the foot of Hill Street and wait. Sometimes they rode up the hill with Mr. Ray, and sometimes with Mr. Kelly. Always they rode around to the barn and helped feed and water the horse, and saw straw and saw straw put down for his bed, and the buggy rolled into the buggy shed. During the day, they liked to play in Betsy's buggy shed. It was dark and smelled of hay and oats from the barn, which stood right beside it. When old Mag was in the barn, they could hear her chewing oats and stamping flies, but she wasn't often there. She was gone to the store, and so was the buggy. Only the Surrey was left in the buggy shed for Betsy and Tacy to play with. The Surrey had two seats and a canopy edged with fringe. There was a pocket in one corner for the whip, and a dust robe to spread on their laps. It was used mostly on Sundays when the family went to church or took a picnic to the river. And on summer evenings, when they sometimes went riding while their bedrooms cooled off after the heat of the day. Shall we sit in the front seat or the back seat? Asked Tacy now, as she and Betsy climbed in. The front seat, said Betsy, for children usually sat in the back seat. So Betsy and Tacy sat in the front seat, and Betsy picked up the whip. Tacy tucked the robe around them, although it was a very warm day. Get up, said Betsy, cracking the whip. Don't go too fast," said Tacy. "I won't," said Betsy. "I think too much of my horse." That was what her father said, so she knew it was the proper thing to say. Through the open door of the buggy shed, they could see the blue hill. Whoops! Through the open door of the buggy shed, they could see the big hill. It was pleasantly green, with an arc of blue above it. "See things fly past," said Betsy. "Streets and houses and things." "Where are we going?" asked Tacy. To Milwaukee," said Betsy. "Goody," said Tacy. "That's the place I most—that's the place I want most of all to see." "Well, you're going there now," said Betsy, and she cracked the whip again. "Tuck up good," she said. "Did we bring a lunch?" asked Tacy. "Yes," said Betsy. "It's under the seat. There are chicken sandwiches and hard-boiled eggs and potato salad and watermelon and chocolate cake and sweet pickles and sugar cookies and ice cream." It ought to be plenty," Tacy said. They went down Hill Street to Broad Street, where the churches and the library and the big houses were, and they turned from Broad Street to Front Street, where the stores were. They went past the office where Tacy's father sold sewing machines, and past the store where Betsy's father sold shoes, but they didn't stop. We haven't time," said Betsy. They went on down Front Street to the big mill at the end. That big mill blew the whistle for six o'clock in the morning. And twelve o'clock noon and six o'clock at night, it wasn't blowing any whistles now. Betsy and Tacy rode past it. They rode up Front Street Hill and out of the town of Deep Valley. They were out in the country now. I think it's time for our lunch, Tacy said. Yes, it is," said Betsy. "We'll stop here beside this lake." So they stopped beside a lake, and they let old Mag's check rein down so that she could drink. And Betsy and Tacy sat down in the shade and opened their picnic basket. I just love chicken sandwiches," said Betsy. "This ice cream is good," said Tacy. "It hasn't melted a bit." "We must be careful not to squirt this watermelon," Betsy said. "Yes," said Tacy. "We forgot to bring any napkins." When they had finished eating, they climbed back into the surrey and they rode and rode and rode. "I see Milwaukee," Betsy said after a while. "Do you?" asked Tacy. "Where?" 
"'See those towers away, way off,' Betsy said. "'And when they had come closer, she said, "'It looks like the cities on my Sunday school cards, "'with that wall and all those towers.' "'That's right,' said Tacy. "'I see palm trees.' "'The people will wear red and blue nightgowns, "'like they do on the Sunday school cards, most likely,' Betsy said. "'Maybe there will be camels,' said Tacy. "'Of course there will be camels. "'I think I see a camel's head now, sticking around.' "'There was a head sticking around the side of the buggy shed door, "'but it didn't belong to a camel. "'It belonged to the little boy named Tom. "'Hello,' he called out doubtfully. "'What are you doing here?' Betsy asked. "'My mother brought me. She came on an errand.' "'Oh, well, you can play with us if you want to.' "'What are you playing?' "'We're going on a trip in this Surrey.' "'Where to?' he asked, coming in. "'Betsy hesitated, and Tacy didn't speak either. "'They liked Tom, but boys were boys. "'They didn't always understand. "'And Milwaukee was no ordinary city. "'Milwaukee was their secret. "'They had a song about it.' "'Just going on a trip,' said Betsy.' "'Is there anywhere you'd like to go?' "'Sure,' said Tom. "'I'd like to go to St. Paul. "'I went there once, stayed at a hotel, "'and a man gave me a nickel. "'We went to St. Paul on a train, though. "'Do you think that horse could make it?' "'He stared at the empty shafts. "'This is a fine horse,' said Betsy, "'and you may drive, because you're company.' "'So she and Tacy didn't get to Milwaukee that day, after all, "'but they had a good time in St. Paul.' They stayed in St. Paul until Julia and Katie came to tell them that there were lemonade and cookies for the children under the butternut tree. End of chapter 11. Read by Kara Schallenberg, www.kra.org, on Sunday, June 7, 2015, in San Diego, California.